I want to believe that investors think this means the economic rebound will be strong. But, you know, usually the market's very skittish about all of this bad news that be raining down on them. So, yeah, JP, what do you make of it? Well, I think that people want to be optimistic, obviously. I know there are there are folks that are, are looking for a, a, some sort of bright spot in the sky. And so when the president comes out with a report or when, you know, the governors start talking about easing up on this isolation and people see a little glimmer of hope, you know, there's a quote that said, where there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. And I think that when people are looking for some glimmer of hope right now, but I want to keep reminding people that the stock market is only one indicator of our economy, and it's actually kind of a, a facade in terms of what there really is, because when you look at the stock market, much of that fluctuates based on perception, right? You know, you see right. a press release comes out and a stock goes up. You see a, a media conference or you see someone talking about something and then the stock shoots up or drops down. Does that mean that company is any more or less valuable than it was before that? Not particularly. What people need to remember is 26 million job claims, people out of work, unemployment, yeah. Um, rivaling now the Great Depression in numbers. Don't forget how many hundreds of thousands of small businesses are closed right now due to the isolation orders, but businesses that because of this will never reopen their doors again. Employees that will never go back to work again. Factories that will never get orders from these companies again. Services that will never be delivered again. So Yeah, I'm optimistic too, but I think that we've got to look under the surface. Here was another article that I came across today, JP, that I'm fascinated with. I'm sure you're hearing about it too. The Sovereign Wealth Fund out of Saudi Arabia has just invested in Live Nation, the concert promoter, Carnival Cruise Lines, and European oil companies. So somebody's banking on a comeback in some industries, aren't they? Absolutely. You know, in any of these downturns, whether they're uh, sort of a blip on the screen or and someone catches, you know, uh, lightning in a bottle kind of thing, or whether like the Great Depression, people made a lot of money during that time. There were people who got very, very wealthy during that period when others were struggling. And that's because obviously they were opportunistic and they knew what they were doing and maybe a little bit of luck mixed in there. But, yeah, you know, I'm glad to see I'm here in Florida, and I live near Cape uh, Port Canaveral, where the cruise ships are all parked right now. And, um, obviously, we would love to see people invest because a lot of those companies are owned by offshore businesses that did not qualify for any kind of bailout money from the, you know, from the government. So I'm glad to see that someone's investing in them, and, obviously, those are going to come back. I think that people are going to change, though. I think business travel will change forever as a result. I think recreational travel is going to change. I believe that having gone through this, and stretched ourselves to think about life in new ways. I do believe that we're going to be forever affected by this. I don't know if I said this last time on the program, but, you know, I grew up and spent my latter part of my high school years and my early adult years uh, living with my grandparents who went through the Depression, and they thought differently about how they earned money, how they invested money, how they saved money. I do believe that our generation, having experienced something as dramatic and impactful as this, is going to be affected by it forever. Yeah, for example, you brought up business travel, JP. We're all discovering Zoom. 
I mean, you that's going to change, don't you think, permanently? 100%. You're going to have people that now realize, what, I don't have to catch a red eye to go and get a deal done? I don't have yeah. to leave my family for three or four days to go to a conference to get education? I can just get on and watch a webinar or a seminar online? I can meet with people in private conference rooms where we have three or five or 300 people um, networking with one another? Yes, I believe it's going to change business travel forever. Um, I think people's minds are going to be changed. I'll tell you something else I think is going to change. I think going to be a lot of people with commercial office space that are going to be left holding the bag on this deal because I believe there are going to be many, many companies that go, hmm, you know, that wasn't too bad. Our people were pretty productive when they were at home, and uh, we don't have to have the office space for them. So I think there are going to be some companies that migrate to that sort of work environment permanently. It is fascinating. He's the founder and CEO of Harbor City Capital. Always interesting take on these things. J.P. Maroney with me this morning. J.P., thanks very much. Stay safe out there. We'll talk again very soon. My pleasure. Anytime you need me, happy to be here. Take care.